0: The other thing we focused on a little bit i want you to talk about was that pressure side how to play loose how to deal with some nerves in there um you remember some of the breathing techniques and some of like the the using gratitude that we were that we were working on there and that you used in uh b- before the camps
1: uh yeah i totally remember gratitude and the breathing techniques but for gratitude like we focused on that like kind of towards the end of the summer and just like being grateful for the situation that i'm in like That's something that I'd never really done before. I'd never really thought of it that way, like to look at it like, wow, like I'm in a spot that not a lot of kids are able to be in. So I, like, I can't be sitting here like nervous about it. Like I got to embrace it kind of thing. And I just got to be like grateful for this opportunity. And like, I'm in a position that is kind of rare and some kids might never get to experience this. So I got to be looking at it positively. That was 16-year-old
0: Nathan Mackey and future Salmon Arm Silverback of the BCHL, and this is the Up My Hockey podcast with Jason Podolan. Welcome to Up My Hockey with Jason Podolan, where we deconstruct the NHL journey, discuss what it takes to make it, and have a few laughs along the way. I'm your host, Jason Padolin, a 31st overall draft pick who played 41 NHL games but thought he was destined for a thousand. Learn from my story and those of my guests. This is a hockey podcast about reaching your potential. Hey there, hi there, and welcome back to the Up My Hockey podcast for episode number 57. And today we are speaking with Nathan Mackey. This... May not be a familiar name for most of you, but Nathan is a private client of mine. He's a 16-year-old young man uh, who has recently been committed to by the Salmon Arm Silverbacks. Nathan and I have been working together since the beginning of twenty, the summer of 2020, so around July, and uh, and are still working together now and. I decided to interview Nathan in my Facebook group for the 1,300 or so parents there from all over North America to talk about Nathan and about what he accomplished uh, in the last season here and also about what it looks like to work with me one on one and what we worked on specifically for Nathan to help him step into his potential and to make some of the strides that he made in the hockey world. Now, the interview, I thought the interview was going to be good because I know Nathan, and I know what a wise and mature and uh, articulate young man he is, but I really thought it was special. I thought Nathan did an awesome job. He's so reflective and he's so honest and authentic that I just thought it was just a great interview to share with all of you. Um, one, if you're a hockey parent out there, if you're a younger hockey player, to listen to somebody like Nathan, to hear how he speaks about his development and, and what he did to make his way to a letter of intent with a BCHL team is very, very impressive. And I think he's an amazing role model for younger athletes out there. And I think he's also an amazing role model for some older athletes out there to hear what he's doing for his game. I know a lot of the older athletes aren't. So it's a great perspective on what we can do away from the ice to help us when we are on the ice, and uh, and nearly it's a celebration of Nathan. You know, f- for him to uh, well, I'm not going to ruin the story. His story is quite fantastic. Um, was told no uh, by by a program. Uh, decided to decided to step into some uncertainty and to trust himself and uh, and made a team. Uh, made a league that some people thought he wasn't supposed to be in, and now he's going to be a BCHL player next year, and I couldn't be prouder of him. So uh, this is a shorter interview, but it is fantastic. Uh, Remember, this is a 16-year-old young man um, being honest and being authentic, and uh, like I said, super proud of Nathan. And uh, Nathan, thank you so much for allowing me to share this as part of the Up My Hockey episode series. So without further ado I bring you my client and my friend Mr Nathan Mackey. I need to interview uh, I mean uh, introduce Nathan so, so Nathan and I have been working together for about 9 months now if I got my uh, if I got my calendar correct and it's been a heck of a it's been a heck of a ride you know and and I thought that it would be really cool to go back and revisit uh, even how we met, even like your last season, I think, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate 30 minutes here and, and and get into, you know, where you came from on the under 15 t- or the 15U team and then where you're at now and and that whole process. So um, uh, are you ready to rock with this?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Cool. All right. So Nathan and I met um, first time after a Mindset 101 call. So it was in this group that I was hosting some Mindset 101 sessions and uh and Nathan was on the call and then we had a follow-up call to that and that's where we found a little bit about last season remember like we were using we were using what I called the core four and some of my uh some of my principles for trying to reframe situations and talk about that first year so where were you playing first of all last season and what team were you on
1: uh yeah so I was playing for OHA last year for the League 15 team and start of the year was a bit rough like I think the first 12 games I had one point. So I was like really down on myself. Like I, I had it, I was expecting like to have a good year that year. Like I didn't really start where I wanted to in the lineup. Like I was kind of like third, fourth line. And like I wasn't playing the role that I had normally played. So I was a bit down on myself for that. And then after those 12 games, like I, me and my dad were talking and, he decided that I should probably have a conversation with my coach, so I did, and it went really well, like he decided he was like, yeah, like I think I'm going to give you an opportunity like to play power play or whatever like so he moved me up in the lineup and then I kind of stayed there the rest of the year and t- kind of took off a bit, so I had a really good end to the year, but like the start of the year was definitely really tough,
0: right, yeah, and so we talked about that in our in our initial call there and because you had you maybe had a had some new language like from the call, right? To how and yeah. you're like, you know what? Like I actually, I used some of this stuff back, but like, you, like you said, you wish that you would have done it a little bit earlier. Can you yeah. talk about kind of what you, what kind of transition you made from a mental standpoint to approach to approach what was happening to you? Um,
1: yeah. So, like the first, yeah, like I said, those first games were tough, but I was also looking at it like I was just down on myself. like kind of like, why me? Like, why? Why? <laughs> like why am I here? Like, why am I not playing first, second line? Like, why am I not on power play? Like, all that. And and after those games, like, I kind of started to look at it like an opportunity. Like, okay, this is a chance for me, like, to play in a different situation. Like, I'm playing PK, like, kind of in a more of a defensive role. So this is a chance for me to progress my defensive game and become better 200 foot forward. So as soon as I started looking at it that way and going into it positively, like, I started to have more success offensively as well and it kind of just started building off multiple things so yeah yeah, it went in the right direction after that.
0: That's super cool so yeah so when when Nathan and I were talking part of the Mindset 101 which I mean that program has kind of changed a little bit for me but we talk about how thoughts turn into feelings, feelings turn into actions and actions turn into results. That's one of the kind of one of the foundational points there and so nathan and i were able to connect him because you were just saying right like a lot of times we do get into that idea so i say that an event happens and for you the event was being on the fourth line and not playing very much right Mm -hmm. so that event happens and then we have a decision that a lot of times we're not conscious of making right like either it's uh either this is a bad thing and your thoughts turn into like you just said uh i'm a victim why me right? Why isn't the coach like me? Why are these guys playing ahead of me? Why am I in the fourth line? And when you're yeah. having all those kind of thoughts, how are you feeling about yourself?
1: Yeah. Like I'm not feeling good about myself, obviously. Like, right. I, I don't know. Like it was, I was kind of, I was in a tough spot mentally for sure. Like, I don't know. I was just like at a point where I like, even in school, like, I, like all I was thinking about, like I was on the fourth line. Like I never been in that position before. So that was really tough for me. But I also think that going through that helped me grow and, like maybe be become a better player because of it because lots of players have that role all the time so it like gives you a better appreciation for like your teammates and how that what they go through sometimes so
0: yeah, and you were able to find a way to get out and with the support of your dad and your coach, mm-hmm. and like you were able to use that to earn your way out, right? Like to change your way you were thinking so you were going to take different actions, get different results. So that was really cool. So when Nathan and I first met, he had gone through this on his own. Like, I want to make sure that that's uh, aware. I mean, him and his dad and his coach, when he figured it out, and one of the big takeaways for Nathan was, well, geez, I really wish I had this stuff before so I didn't I didn't waste like the 12 games, or whatever you were saying. You know, like I was just yeah. there too long. I wish I wouldn't have sat in that kind of hole for so long, right? So... That was really interesting to have those like dots connect, and then and then, yeah, I mean, you and I kind of just seemed to hit it off and we got along and and why don't you tell everyone kind of where you were at when I, when we were working, or I said, "Hey, what do you need to work on, or what do you think uh Nathan needs to be a better player? What were those things?
1: um well, mostly it was my confidence, like just going into things like feeling confident like that year i, I was I was feeling confident at the start of it, but as soon as that happened like I got really down on myself so I think that kind of like working on my confidence and just pushing through things was something I needed to work on quite a bit and kind of like focusing on my end goal and not necessarily what's happening at, to me like right at this moment so that's kind of what I came to you looking for
0: yeah right so you said you're a little bit down on confidence and you were I mean it, another way I'll put I'll put it as which I had in my notes was that we, we were you're focusing on the negative quite a bit right like yeah. you were you are being hard on yourself yeah you know and that's kind of that's the way you're wound and by the way for anyone out there parents out there players out there that are listening uh often high achievers are very hard on themselves that's that's usually part of the game and and uh And so it's trying to figure out, right, how do we use this competitive nature for these athletes that is a very, very, very valuable tool, but we need to use it so they can assist them in helping them grow, not holding them back. And Nathan found himself getting in the spot where he was really not really celebrating the successes as much as really focusing on the weaknesses, correct? Yeah. Right. Right. So one of the things when we started working together was we, that was one of the things that we do. And I I wasn't specific to Nathan, but we started focusing on what we, what you're proud of and what's worth celebrating. Because it's interesting when we start changing that hook, right? Instead of being in the negative now we're you knew you had to come on a call or you knew you had to text me with what the heck was going good. Right. So now even during the week, you were kind of thinking about, Hey, what am I going to, what am I going to look
1: for here? Right. Yeah. Like that helped me a lot. Just like kind of doing like finding things every day that to be proud of like whether you do well on a, a math test or like I don't, just simple things like that. Like you you woke up when your alarm went off, you didn't hit the snooze button, like little stuff like that. Yeah. So that kind of helped me like to find things in my game that I would be comp, like proud of and make me more confident going into the next practice or next games, training session, whatever, stuff like that.
0: Super cool, yeah, because one of the things, like one of my taglines, it's definitely not mine, but it's like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So um, one of the things that I congratulate uh, your parents on, well, and you too, because there was there was this, the, the discussion at the time was, well, when is the right time to start? You know, when, when should we start working together? Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, I think right now, because the season was actually over, right? Yeah. We had like two months before your season started. and you need to work on this stuff outside of the game, which I think you really understand now, right? Yeah. And at the time it was a little bit harder though, right? Because you're like, well, I'm not playing hockey. Why would I be working on hockey stuff, you know, when there's no season? But we were working on it during school. We were working on it during yeah. your golf game, during your workouts, right? Like there's ways for us to start looking at this perspective. So when you're in the game, it's easier, right? It's it's easier at the time. So can you speak to that a little bit? Because like How how we started to build that uh, the, that momentum?
1: Yeah, well, I think we started like late summer. And I, for me, I was kind of like, well, that's kind of weird. Like, why wouldn't we start in September, October, like when I'm playing games, like, isn't that when I want to be doing my mental (laughs) coaching stuff like that. But I didn't really understand that all the practice that I needed to go into it so that I could apply those strategies like during my games or my practices. So I know we did it a lot with like my golf game. That was just an easy, easy way to be competitive. And working on my mental game throughout the summer. So that's something we focused on a lot. And I just, I didn't really understand that practice portion of it at the start. Right.
0: And it was really neat. Like the, the I mean, through, we were starting to talk and you were starting to pick up things like, you know, how you would, would look at a situation differently, apply a new strategy to it and have a different yeah. result. You'd also you were also noticing it in other people around you, like mom or dad yeah. or friends or whatever, and like coming and telling stories of where you picked it up. And that was really interesting too. So, um, so, part of that thing we talked about before. So one of the things you wanted to work on with confidence now, mm-hmm. how do you think, or do you think that we were subtly building your confidence with a little bit of momentum throughout that summer? Do you, do you feel that we were, we were kind of picking away at that?
1: Yeah, I do. But I, I also feel like we weren't necessarily focusing that directly on confidence. Like we were just focusing on little things that make it up confidence. So I think that was really beneficial for me because I know we talked a lot about like the mental reset for my golf game and that, that helped a lot because I'd, I'd, instead of going into a shot like, oh man, that last time I sliced it here on this hole, like I'd be thinking of like, this is just another golf shot, like just try and do your best, like make contact. So I don't know, I think that that helped me a lot going into just practices and games or whatever. Right, and for for everyone
0: listening here, Like confidence. I'm a massive believer that you earn your confidence. Of course there can be people around you support people whether it be a coach or someone like me or your parents or even your peers that can help with that but when it becomes real real is when you're earning it and sometimes it's not really super obvious, right? But like I'll tie those two things together. So acknowledging your successes and your wins right? So when you yeah. come on the call, like, this is what I'm proud of. And when, when you left a call, and we're like, okay, I'm going to try and do this in the morning. I want to fill my afternoons with this. I want to make sure I take time for my, for, my, for my school, right? So I'm ready for this report. Like This isn't hockey stuff, people, right? But Nathan is picking off those things. He comes back on the call. He made some different choices. He made some different actions that he's proud of. Guess what happens? You get a little bit more confident. Yeah, You have just a little bit more self-esteem right? You have a little bit more reason to feel good about yourself because you feel and you see that the actions you're taking is making a difference. And that's why I get all passionate and I love it because it's like, it's not, it's subtle, right? It's subtle, but it's real, you know? So then Mm -hmm. when you do get on that ice and then so we're working on things like intention, right? And that was one of the things that we really started to work on and we're still working on it, right? Like how to apply what you want to have happen and how do we make that happen, right? And getting good at exercising that muscle. So how do I put this? So one of the ones, okay, can I tell the practice story, or actually maybe you tell the practice story? So a lot of times I don't get to see my clients, right, because you guys are wherever. Nathan happens to be down the road, but still, it was COVID time, and it was hard to get in and watch. And and Nathan had a practice, so I was able to go in, sneak in, and watch him practice. Just a regular skill practice, maybe twelve guys on the ice. So can t- tell 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 the tell that
1: story if you don't mind. Yeah. So you yeah you came to watch my practice. One of them in Vernon, and you. <laughs> you watched probably for like half hour or something like that. And then after it, you, you told me like what you saw and all that. And the biggest thing that you saw for me, was like, thought I was too serious. Like I was kind of just like not having fun out there, like really competitive. And like, I get that. Like I was totally like that. And then kind of just told me like, maybe look at it, like just go to next practice, try and have fun. Like don't necessarily take it so seriously. So I think that, I started applying that to a lot of practices and then I started doing that in my golf as well. And like it, my confidence also grew from that, but I think I, I started performing a lot better because of it. Like I wasn't so focused on like, Oh, I, I got to shoot a 72 today. Like I would just be like, Oh, I'm going to go here, have fun with my buddies. And that ended up helping me like shoot a better score or right. like performing better on the ice. So I think that was really beneficial.
0: That's super. I, I mean, and obviously that sounds like really, really simple and it is, but for guys like you and like me, cause I'm one of them too. Like when you're super competitive, like that's the thing, like you're on the ice and you're trying to get better. You I mean like that's, that that's a good thing. But when we forget about the passion and why we're there, like why we really are there. Right. Because we love the damn sport and we're yeah. passionate about it. Right. Like sometimes we get disconnected from that. And just that simple idea of like, you know what, man, you got to have some more fun. And then you're like, you know, right? I do, right? I do. Yeah. And so for you to be coachable in that moment and then to apply it, like, it's, it's, it sometimes works out really nice, you know, because. Yeah. Now you're starting to feel that you're a little looser. Now you're starting to feel you're, you're enjoying coming to the rink more. I mean, you're enjoying going to the golf game more. And then you're also seeing that your results are improving, right? Which is really yeah. beautiful. And that happens. Now you're getting reinforcement that this is actually working, right? Yeah. So let's go into from that moment. So yeah. So, the, so Nathan starts applying this. He's shooting better golf scores. He's having more fun on the ice. We've also worked a little bit on mistakes, right? What those mean to you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe talk a little bit about that. Like you, you used to... A mistake used to do something to you, and now we're working on the fact that, like, what is, what is a mistake or what does an error say?
1: Uh, Yeah, so mistakes, like I was, I don't know, I feel like most kids are, like, always afraid to make mistakes, especially in front of their peers. Like, it, no one likes doing that, and that was a big thing for me. Like, I never, never really liked making mistakes like no one does, but I also didn't really understand how beneficial it can be to, like, learn from your mistakes and like mistakes are making you better and I think that's something that I've gotten a lot better at just going into practice like trying new things being creative and I think my coach has also helped me a lot with that like he's not getting mad at me for trying new things like that's something that takes a lot of pressure off you like you're not nervous and playing scared to make a mistake so just going out there and making mistakes and getting better like is I'm acknowledging that I made a mistake now and I'm understanding that I need to try this again to get better. So I think that that's something that has helped me a ton. Yes, I love you saying that. I love you
0: mentioning two coaches. So coaches on this on this who listen to this are parents too, like support the ability of your athlete to go out there and try something new. Right. Like if they're it back in the car and they hear, oh, you shouldn't have done this or you shouldn't have done that. Or the coach has an environment like that. Obviously, Nathan, you can't control your coach. You got you got mm-hmm. an awesome situation there. Some athletes aren't that lucky. But having the courage to be able to make a mistake is one thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, having doing something that, you know, might not work out is bravery. It's mental courage. That's a really big step. And then if you do make that mistake to almost find a way to celebrate it a little bit because it taught you something. Yeah. Right. I mean it's something that you need to do in order to get better. So we worked on that a little bit. And I think that like you said, you, you started to understand or believe or trust that this yeah. is part of the process, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Just... Um, let's talk about camp, like the first camp. So you go into you go into salmon arm, you had a couple camps in the summer, like when COVID opened up a little bit, mm-hmm. and um and they were successful, right you know I mean yeah. so they were successful and and I don't know if you're going to touch on it but I'll lead you there but what I, I believe you went in with some intention to that camp? We were working on intention, and I believe you went in with with some intention what what was that intention and, and what was the result for you
1: uh yeah, well like I was going to Arms spring camp, so i I was just like we talked me and my dad talked a lot, and you too, like we just talked a lot about just going there to. I had nothing to lose. Like I was just going there to have fun. Like it was an experience for me. Like I wasn't trying to make the team. I wanted to play another year of midget. So I was just going into camp. Like I'm just going to do my best and we'll see what happens. Like everything will go as it should. So I just went in like trying to have fun and it ended up working out. Like I played probably some of the best hockey I've played and I got invited back to main camp and I kind of went into main camp with the same mentality. Like I wasn't, so nothing had changed really. It was just another camp. I wasn't trying to make the team. So I just wanted for me. I just wanted to get AP with the team. So I just yeah. wanted to go in there and kind of prove myself against the older guys. But I also wasn't too focused on that. I was focused on just going out there and doing my best, having a good time and, take, and learning as much as I can from the experience and hopefully taking back what I learned to my major midget program
0: super wise words no and and geez man you're so well spoken for 60 and you're like crushing it you're you're, you're doing such a great job um and a pleasure to work with everybody who's listening like Nathan's so mature and he's so coachable and he's so into it like it's so much fun but there was an intention though so I mean first of all that's amazing right so you go in there you're not all you know you're not all hyped up you're understanding that hey this is I'm going to play loose, I'm going to play free, right? Yeah. There's nothing for me to lose here. That's a great perspective to hit. But you had an intention about how you wanted to be on the ice specifically. Do you remember what that was? No, I don't. You wanted to own the puck. You said I wanted to have the puck. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because you're going to be in an environment that was fresh and a lot of times when we get excited, we we're like we you know, we think we want the puck, but then we're actually not making plays with it and we're doing we're getting rid of it as quick yeah. as we can. So Nathan said that this was something that he used his 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 intention tool on of, like, this is what he was focusing on. When he had the puck, he wanted to have the puck, and he wanted to make plays with it. Um, yeah. So do you remember that now? Like, do you remember, do you remember yeah. that happening? Yeah,
1: I do. And I think that I, the reason I kind of I wanted the puck, like, a lot of the summer, like, it just grew my confidence. Like, working with you, like, also helped my confidence a lot, like, having the puck, like, not necessarily... Like, I was more confident to have the puck and make plays than I probably ever was before. So like going into that camp, like wanting the puck, like I wasn't afraid anymore to necessarily have it and make mistakes. So I think that going into that camp and just wanting the puck and I like ended up doing that, like I ended up having the puck quite a bit and that note got noticed obviously. So I think that helped me a lot, like going in with an intention and not necessarily just going into, I don't know, have an end goal if that makes sense, like not just going into make main camp, but like going in with some things that you're gonna do so that you can make main camp.
0: Right. Exactly. Or a lot of times players will go in and be like, you know, they're focused on the result of like, well, I need to have a goal or an assist or I want to score tonight or whatever that yeah. is, that that thing is, right? But like you taking it a step farther back and saying, I want the puck. Yeah, I want to be confident with the puck, like. It totally sounds, I don't know, maybe it doesn't sound simple, but to me that sounds simple, but that connection for players, even at the pro level, doesn't get made all the time, right? It's like, how is this going to happen? Well, I need to have the puck. I want to be noticed. I want to get noticed. I want to make plays. I want to score points. What do I need to do that? I need the puck. Yeah. Right? And you can't be getting rid of the puck every time you have it if you want to be noticed either, right? Mm -hmm. So that is a huge confidence thing, and it's a really amazing little piece of intention of like how to focus on a little thing to take care of the big thing yeah right so you're focused on two things you're focused on having the puck and you're focused on being loose right mm, not, yeah. not getting too much tied up so you had like two focus points that's amazing and with that then you, the brain doesn't get on overload you can focus on a couple of things let let all your preparation take care of itself after that the other thing we focused on a little bit and i want you to talk about was p- that pressure side how to play loose how to deal with some nerves in there um remember some of the breathing techniques and some of like the, the using
1: gratitude that we were, that we were working on there and that you used in uh, the, but before the camps. Uh, yeah, I totally remember gratitude and the breathing techniques, but for gratitude, like we focused on that, like kind of towards the end of the summer and just like being grateful for the situation that I'm in. Like that's something that I'd never really done before. I'd never really thought of it that way. Like to look at it, like, wow, like I'm in a spot that not a lot of kids are able to be in. So I, like I, can't be sitting here like nervous about it like I gotta embrace it kind of thing and I just gotta be like grateful for this opportunity and like I'm in a position that is kind of rare and some kids might never get to experience this so I gotta be looking at it positively and not as a big burden to be like wow like this is this is scary like wow like this is cool like kind of looking at it from different perspectives so yeah I think that helped me a lot.
0: Take a short break here from the interview with Nathan Mackey to just remind you guys that if you are enjoying what we're talking about here, if you find value in the discussion and in a, what Nathan was doing and what we were doing together, uh, there are ways to work with me either one-on-one or with the team or in a group setting. Uh, please take advantage of the services out there. Uh, I am obviously somebody that loves to do this stuff. I love helping players reach their dreams and reach their goals. I think it's amazing. Uh, You can find out more about me at upmyhockey.com. But by all means, I cannot help everybody. So if I am not the one for you, that is okay. But go get the support. And remember, there's nothing wrong with you to have to take this type of coaching, this type of mentorship up. This is something that anyone who wants to be a high performer who wants to get someplace should think about whether it's been successful so far and everything's been smooth or not you should consider this this should be something you should be considering how to work on your mindset how to work on things away from the rink uh, to make yourself a better athlete and to get yourself where you want to go. So again, I am an option that's available, upmyhockey.com. Uh, love working with teams. I do love working with individuals, although I can only work with so many, and that's a really, really full slate right now. But uh, the, the courses are available. The team stuff is available. The membership is available. There are things uh, that you can do right now um, that will benefit you right now or come fall when you're trying to make that team so yeah i hope you are enjoying this again nathan is such an inspiring young man uh he really goes about his business with a professionalism that is well beyond his years and you know what guys lo and behold it pays off right you put in the work you use intention you develop self-awareness your ability to self-assess to follow up and show accountability to your goals and dreams with some commitment and you become a better hockey player it's not rocket science but it is something that requires support and it requires a new perspective for a lot of people so take advantage of the resources out there now back to my conversation with Nathan Mackey that's super cool and you you, you spoke really well well about that because yeah the perspective it's a it, again it's that perspective shift you're hearing that word out about me a lot is our intention and our perspective matter because that creates the environment that we're in so instead of sitting in that dressing room being really nervous about being against new players higher level oh no what's everyone going to think of me what if what yeah. if what if being there and being like wow what an amazing opportunity this is yeah like wow, these 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 butterflies I'm feeling right now. Like, this is so cool. Like, I gotta get to test myself. Like, that's a way different story that we're telling ourselves, right? Yeah. One is like can really constricting, and the other one is like opening up, you know. So you're not gonna ever get rid of the nerves, or you're not gonna be able to get rid of not have any butterflies. You want them. That's why we play this game, right? <laughs> like that's part of the fun. But the part is how do we use it to make you be a better player, right? And to be able to step on that stage and show your stuff. So super cool. Now, if you're willing, I'd love to chat about that big decision. Oh, and yeah. So why don't you say, first of all, so Nathan, like you said, went to OHA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, as For U15. Had intentions of going back to that program, right? Yeah. Um, for another year. I mean, you had nothing bad to say, really, about that program. I've heard a lot of good things. Like, they treated you good. Everything was good. But when you wanted to come back, tell tell us that story. How that went with the coaches and what what the message was back to you.
1: Yeah, uh, so... Like, I, I love my time at OHA. Like, it was really cool experience. Like, anybody that has a chance to go to those academies, like, it's obviously really cool, and you got to play in a really good league. But I had wanted to go back for my uh, second-year midget. Like, I wanted to go back this year, and then they wouldn't give me the opportunity that I thought I deserved. So I was kind of disappointed about that. But I also was skating with the major midget coach in the summer, and he had kind of been, like, asking, Hold on. So let's go back. What does that mean? They wouldn't give
0: you the thought you deserved. Let's be real specific about that. I think that's really yeah. They wouldn't offer me a U18 spot, which is a team I wanted to play on. The top team, right? So if everyone's lifting. So that's the top U18 team. I guess you'd call it AAA in some areas. And they wanted you to play
1: on which team? Uh, The U17 team. Gotcha. So kind of the AA team or the one team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, like that doesn't really make sense. Like I, a lot of my buddies are playing on the U18 team. Like why can't I play there? So then I was kind of, I was upset about that. And then, but kind of before I had even been offered the U17 spot, like Jason, my coach now had been talking to me quite a bit during the summer, like where I'm going to play next year, kind of like trying to get me to come to major Midget. So that was kind of piquing my interest a bit, but I was still focused on OHA. And then when they, when they offered me the U17 spot, I was like, okay, like maybe I should be going to, to OKR. So then we, I had a chat with you and I was kind of expecting you to say, like, go to U17, like where you can play all the time, like be the guy. And then you were like, oh no, I think you should go to OKR. Like why, why not? Right. So that kind of like changed my mind, like a ton. Like I was kind of set. I was like, kind of like, okay, starting to become okay with playing U17. But I think that conversation with you helped me so much and i decided to take the risk and go to go to okr and then it ended up working out really well so i couldn't be happier if i decision. Right. well it, i mean it was a bit
0: risky for sure but the other thing was i think that what we talked about too is and by the way the way nathan says is like i'm usually not too emphatic if somebody asked me my opinion because i definitely want it to come from the player right but i will ask questions and one of the questions i asked nathan was well where do you want to be next year Remember that? And you're like, well, ideally I'd like to play, you know, junior A. I want to I wanna play I want to play junior A in the BCHL. I'm like, Well, do you think that's gonna happen in on the tier two team, right? Or on the on the yeah. U seventeen team. And he was like, No, I'm like, Well, so yeah, you know, so if that's what your goal is, and that's the thing, sometimes we gotta work backwards, right? We work yeah. backwards from where we wanna be. Well, where do I need to be then to get to that next spot? And I said, You're probably on a two year plan. Yeah. Right. I said, if you go to that other team, you're probably on a two year plan, which I said, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want to be somewhere in the following year, then I think you got to think a little bigger. And um, and so Nathan did. He ends up making this team. And not only did you make this team. So, by the way, the team that he made is essentially the equivalent of the team that OHA said you weren't good enough to play for.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Maybe even better. Actually, you guys beat them. Right. Didn't you play them?
1: uh yeah we we were 10 and 0 before we got shut down so yeah
0: so uh, i mean that just makes me smile I, i'm a super competitive but just the fact that like nathan was told no by a team that they kicked butt on and nathan was one of the best players on really i, I love that because you know what by the way everyone out there people get it wrong sometimes right like hockey people get it wrong and that's okay so when someone tells you no it doesn't mean they're right you know have some have some oomph and just go back out there and get them. Cause you're going to get told no, a lot in this business. Right. And people don't get it right all the time. So, so yeah. So Nathan goes, tries up for this other team, OKR. And like, talk about that experience. So you're, you're on, you're on now on a team with, well, you, you tell me like, who's on the team, kind of you fitting in there and then even like your production and how you ended up being a real integral part of that team.
1: Uh, yeah. So I started like during the summer, like I was skating and burning, as you know, and, a lot of the kids that were on that on the major midit team pl- pl- uh, skated in Vernon. So like, I think that helped a lot with my decision as well. Like I started to become good buddies with a lot of those kids. So then it made me more comfortable kind of going into tryouts and stuff like that. So yeah, we had, we had a really good team like uh, Jace Weir and Austin Rose, like Max Graham, like a lot of kids that are playing in the dub right now. So, and then we I'm got players, right? Yeah. Like really good team. So I was like, kind of nervous but also like I had been skating with those kids throughout the summer so that helped me kind of just be more confident in myself and my abilities and then I ended up we going into tryouts and I kind of looked at it the same way I was going into uh Salmon Arms camp like I was just kind of going out there to have fun like kind of just do my best like I got nothing to lose but like it ended up working out like I didn't look at it like oh I got to make this team like I was just looking at it like I'm just going to go out there be with my buddies like try and do my best like I know the coach like I'm confident in my abilities like I've worked hard this whole summer so go go out there and show what I can do and it ended up working out. Message to everybody out there too
0: to be confident in a situation and to feel like you belong in that situation you have to do the work prior preparation is everything so again all this stuff through the summer which Nathan was doing amazing like that's the thing here I'm talking about our relationship but like Nathan is a hard worker Nathan was dialed in you know all we were doing was tweaking but when we tweak and we add right then we start believing our preparation is a little bit more different than other people's right that we start believing that yeah I'm doing things a little different that you earn the right to stand on that ice and feel more confident like that That's not a subtle thing. It's a big thing when it ends up happening that way. You know, at the end of the day. So Nathan took care of the work, right? You want to be confident at camp. Take care of the work prior to. Nothing will make you more unconfident than showing up and knowing you're not ready. Yeah. Right. You mean like that's just that's that's guaranteed no success there. But so you showed up. You're ready. You're around people. That were high profile guys. You mentioned a couple of those names already. We're talking like third rounders to the WHL draft that you know are, are going to be making the WHL teams. Nathan, remember, keep this in context. That just told was just told he wasn't good enough to play on the AAA team. Like these other guys are like guaranteed spots on this team, right? They're potentially going to go to the WHL. So Nathan's now been able to play with these guys, been able to see kind of how he measures up, being able to interact with them close the gap, have his own personal measuring stick and feeling like, hey, I, I belong here, right? Yeah. I belong here. And um, so your environment matters again. Like I'm not somebody who is always like, you have to play at the highest level that you can. Like for parents out there, 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 is, a, there is a happy medium there but make sure you're at least testing the waters, right? Because there's no way we'd want you to be on that team and be a fourth-line guy and just struggling to get by and feeling like you're out of place. But that yeah. whole summer, you kept proving yourself that, no, this works, yeah. right? This works. This can work. I can be a part of this. And so you do make this team. And let's talk about, uh, I'm not all about goals and assists, but that's even pretty wild too, like how that all turned out. So how how did the, how did the season start and how did the whole stats, stats work out?
1: Uh, yeah, the season started pretty good like I think my first game we won like 3-1 I had a point like the first weekend I had two points in two games and I was like so happy like I was like wow like like, it kind of just like my confidence just started growing from there and I think I got like kind of lucky with those like with the one goal and but like I don't know I think that from there like I kind of just my confidence just grew and then the next game I think I had a hat trick so like it just kept going up and I started I was like I think I had like 15 points in nine games and then I was like second or third on our team and that was like pretty cool to me and that just like kind of made me really appreciate like where I'd come like how far I'd gone because a lot of those kids are like drafted like you said in the third round like second rounders or like and signed and like playing dub right now so that was really cool to me to be able to see where I was. And then unfortunately we got shut down, but yeah, I think I, I had a really good start to the season and that helped a ton with my confidence.
0: Yeah, that was wild. And the one thing that we kept doing there while well, I was saying like, protect the streak, protect the streak, right. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, Cause that's the thing too, a lot of times when athletes start going well is that sometimes we start taking it a little bit for granted and we get comfortable, right but it was like, yeah. okay, let's keep doing what we're doing, keep doing what we're doing and uh yeah, like massive results like i i just I just completely love love that story and how in you know actually that was more like in six months, right you went from being told no from a yes. from a place that you were writing a really big check for to be involved in uh to making this other team to being on the same footing and now. Um, let's walk through that process actually. So, uh, of talking with these teams, uh, a lot of, a lot of people in this group are hoping this happens to them one day. Um, parents included, you're taking care of your business on the ice. You know what? Actually, I'm going to backtrack because we talked about how important the relationship with your coaches and your coaching staff, yeah. right. And building that trust and having that res- having that respect, um, what uh how is that relationship with your coach and how did you gain his trust what in, in your words from a 16 year old player how, how did you start building that relationship with him
1: um yeah well like I said like I kind of had a relationship with him prior to skating with him in summers and stuff but um during the season like I think that I just did what he'd asked of me like I think I just did what my coach had told me to do like I wasn't gonna complain or talk back to him or anything like that. And I think some of my kids on my team did and they got him the spots that they weren't necessarily happy with. But I think it just talking to him, even like at this before practice, just about like how his day was like stuff like that, just kind of connecting with your coach. Like that helped me a lot. And it just kind of gained his, I gained his trust by doing the things that he had asked me to do. And that ended up getting me in situations that were important for us to win games. And that helped me, also like generate interest from teams. And he also advocated for me when talking to teams. So I think that my relationship with him was really good. And I developed that just through kind of like subtle conversation and doing what I was asked.
0: Yeah. Well, and your character, right? So like character breaks down into a few things. One's attitude, right? One's your competitiveness. One's how you show up, right? So like, let's not forget, those are the things that like actions, definitely speak louder than words and I'm, I mean I think that's great that you that you were mature enough to go and have conversations with your coach like I never I never tell anyone that they shouldn't um yeah. that's a nice way just on a human aspect but when you're a player and when you show up with a good attitude and yeah. when you show up ready to go and you show up being a good teammate which are all the things that you are doing you're naturally good at that but you're also aware of the scenario right of how that matters that will get any coach's trust and love yeah. And respect right because he wants more Nathan Mackey's I mean that's just the way it goes right you want to be one of those guys that he wants more of and uh, and like you said the reason one is because he's the one who decides who puts you on the ice that's a huge one right Mm -hmm. minutes minutes means opportunity the other thing is especially in a COVID year he is getting the phone calls from the teams what is this kid like what's he like at practice how does he work out how does he control his day who are his friends he's given, given the answers, right? So, like, you do need this coach to be in your corner. And you don't want to be manipulative with it. That's the thing. Just be you, right? And I think that we were working yeah. on what is you? What's the best version of you? And when you show up at that rink being that best version, you're authentic to who you are. The coach gets to see it. And, you know what I mean? And, and hopefully he's going to buy in. And it
1: sounds like he did, right? Yeah, and I think that, like, even just going as far as, like, tapping your teammates on the shin pads after he, like, makes a good play, like, he notices that too, like, like saying boy," like some stuff like that like little stuff like they noticed that and just, I think that I don't know I kind of just wanted to go into every practice like trying to work hard because I felt like I always had to prove myself against all those other kids that were already drafted and all that so yeah I think that I gained his trust that way as well that's awesome so let's talk about
0: the LOI so now some teams are calling um this tells like how cool was that? Like, I know, I know we had some conversations, but just go back there and just live in it, you know, to, to receive a call from a BCHL team that's interested in you. Um, how'd that all feel? And, and what
1: was that like for you guys and your family? Yeah, uh, yeah, it was cool. Like I, I had started talking to a few teams and I don't like the first team I got a call from, like, I was so happy. Like it wasn't sound but I was just so happy. I was like, wow, like I can't believe like this is happening, that like, kind of thing. Like I was like, I never really expected it and it kind of came faster than I thought it would so and then the team like more and more teams just kept like kind of reaching out and stuff like that so that also helped a ton of my confidence but yeah like that was really cool experience and then I was offered the LOI from Salmon Arm and yeah I, I accepted I had a really good relationship with their coach and a lot of calls and felt like a really good experience at main camp and just felt like a really good place to play, and so yeah, I ended up signing the LOI and ready for next year. <laughs> right. Oh, that's super cool.
0: I love that story. Uh, and of course, man, like we, like we said on the call, like our our previous call, like acknowledge it, be proud of it, and celebrate it. And now it's like, well, let's get her going because you know you're yeah. you're a, you're a step closer to where the heck you want to be, which is that Division One scholarship. And um, and yeah, so Nathan and I even talked about that, right? Like sometimes it's sometimes we can celebrate that and feel like we've taken care of business and we take our foot off the gas pedal, but you know, Nathan's wise enough to know that, you know, he's got to be able to play on this new team. He's got to be able to make this team. He's got to be able to make an impact. So now it's, now it's go time to, uh, to get ready for that, for that next step. But, um, that's so cool. If anyone, so yeah, there's lots of congratulations here. Jared hopes this Congratulations. A lot of great messages. Um, congratulations on your achievements, uh, Nate and, uh, if anyone, does anyone have any questions for Nate? If there's any players out there, like we'll we'll cut off now or any parents. If there's anything that anyone would like to ask, we'd love to answer them. Um again, there's the guy that's gone through it, you know, ups and downs, ins and outs. Uh has an opportunity to play in the BCJHL next year, which is awesome. And uh and doing things the right way, I think. Or any questions to me about uh about coaching or my approach or my philosophy, by all means we'll take a couple minutes now. And if not, um that's all good, too, but I'll give everyone a couple minutes. Anything else you want to add there, Nath, before, before we go?
1: No, I'm happy to answer any questions. Sweet. Perfect. Um,
0: yeah, it looks like Morse, just more congratulations, uh, which, which you deserve and you've earned. So keep earning that confidence, buddy. And, uh, yeah, we'll leave this on, on the site. If anyone has any questions for me, um, oh, Jared has some. What feedback would you guys give a young player today? should a young player be focusing
1: on why don't you try that one uh okay well for me as a young player like i don't know like i I always had fun but i felt like as i kind of like got a little bit older like like we said like i kind of got i don't know where exactly it happened but i kind of just got into like that mindset of oh i gotta start taking it seriously now like but i feel like that's a big thing with players like not Not necessarily having as much fun as you should be like what started Sort of why we started playing the game like we kind of like get into like once it's our draft year Stuff like that we kind of get into like okay now I got to start taking it seriously But I think that players forget that they can take it seriously while having fun so I think that if I would have started kind of Focusing on having more fun and just being out there with my buddies a bit earlier like that would help me a ton Yeah, that's a great answer and yeah, Hopper. They, uh, so Jared Hope's a, a next
0: teammate of mine uh, for the Spokane Chiefs. He was a first rounder in his own right. Um, I think a top 10 pick in the WHL draft uh, back in the day. And uh, I believe he's, he's now working with, uh, with an academy program on the women's side. But uh, yeah, Hopper, I, I mean, I've said it here a lot. And what Nathan said just in a different way is, uh, is intention, right? Like what, what are you going on the ice to do? Mm-hmm. And uh, and when you have that intention and and Nathan turned that into like how to find that passion again, right? Because when we really fall in love with the sport and the reason why we did it, the rest doesn't really feel like work too much, or you understand why the work exists, right? So we to find that balance between what in this day am I really going to sink my teeth into and enjoy? And what do I like about this? And uh, and I think when we do connect to that and we're grateful for some things we've talked about before in our private calls, not so much today, but gratefulness and intention go a long way in uh, in supporting development, supporting high performance uh, uh you know, results and, and also just enjoying what you're doing. So yeah, it would be, it would be finding for that player. What is it that they need to, in if on some people, people, players need more focus, right? Like they need to actually focus on what they want to improve. You know, like we actually talked about that a little bit, you know, do you want to focus on your shot today? Do you yeah. want to focus on your speed or, or your intensity or your, sometimes their yeah. their character intangibles, right? I really want to be competitive today. Yeah. As long as we walk into the arena with some type of game plan, that's a really good training tool and a good place to start with the with the mindset. Yeah, um, cool. Anyone else before we go? <clears throat> I do have another uh, interview here in five minutes, so I got to run, anyways. But um, awesome job, Nathan. I knew you'd be a knockout interview. Um, really good job, uh, and congratulations again. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, in front of everybody, you, you, you've you've got what you've deserved. You've earned it. Keep earning it. And uh, I can't wait for the next time we bring you on here and we're going to talk about your uh, your your player of the week performance in the BCHL next year, all right? Okay, okay sounds good. <laughs> good. All right, thanks everyone tuning in. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me, whether it's working with a team or whether it's working um, you know, with a, with a player or joining the membership group here at Up My Hockey. Uh, lots of great stuff. And it's all about getting these young athletes to take ownership of where they want to get to feel like they're empowered and gain that confidence that Nathan's been talking about. Um, Nothing makes me happier. Nothing makes me prouder than seeing guys like Nathan with a smile on their face and enjoying what they do and getting the results for it. So thanks, Nate. Thanks for everyone tuning in and um, we'll talk to you soon.
1: Cheers. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for listening today to what was a discussion about Nathan and about what he's accomplished. And it was a celebration of those accomplishments. And that is what I wanted it to be about. Of course, it's about our relationship as well and how we built that re- relationship and what we were working on uh, to support him to grab onto that letter of intent and to get one step closer to his dream of a Division One scholarship. Uh, but at the end of the day, it was about Nathan accomplishing something that he never thought that he was going to accomplish in the short of time that he did and uh, I really want to acknowledge that and and I hope you can celebrate that with him because good things happen to good actions and, uh, and Nathan was taking the right actions at the right time and was following through and staying consistent to his goal and to his effort level and he gained the respect of his coaches, and he gained the respect of the scouts that were watching him and his teammates, and lo and behold, somebody wants him in their locker room at the BCHL level. So uh, it's just great when, when, when I can sit here and acknowledge that, that uh, you know the drum that I keep pounding, uh, the things that I keep speaking about, they definitely make a difference, and teams recognize it and teams want it. So Nathan, awesome job! If you're listening to this, you're kicking butt. And like we said on our last time we spoke, you know we're one step closer. Now we got to get ready for the Salmon Arm Silverbacks and to make an impression and an impact on that team and on that league, so we can move forward to getting the attention of recruiters and, and getting into the Division One that uh, school at, that he desires. So uh, thank you so much again uh, for all you young athletes out there. Keep working hard find somebody to follow find somebody that will support you and lift you up uh, there are so many things you can be working on other than your crossovers and your and your wrist shot but uh, until next time play hard keep your head up